Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagon. Hey, howdy. Hi, how are you? How are you? How are you? Yeah. Thank you all for coming tonight. It's a rainy, stormy, stormy Tuesday night. This is the first of our uh, Mad Toast Live sessions here. The for second the fall of session season. of uh, 2012. Yep. We're happy to be here with Ernie Hendrickson. Hey. <laughs> Who, me? Hi, it's you. Yeah. How you doing? I'm good. Excellent. How are you guys doing? Very good. Good. We're dry. Dry. You know. But we got the best room in the house down yeah. here. That's right. Yeah. Kind of tore it. We, we understood. Someone said there's a tornado warning tonight. We don't know. We're down here. And exactly. <laughs> we're in the basement. We're news to us. Yeah. yeah. It has flooded down here before, though. Just to say there is an element of danger. During the shows, it... Floods. It, it could. It could. Just watch my feet then. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll keep everything plugged in though just for that added extra danger. <laughs> yeah. So have you got a song for us to start out sure, with? Sure, sure. Mr. Ernie Hendrickson. Citizen of love. 
most recent record, Walking with Angels, uh, 2009, produced by Bo Ramsey uh, from Greg Brown fame and Lucinda Williams, uh, great backup guitar guitarist with, with them, uh, spent 25 weeks on the top 20 on Roots Music Report's folk charts as in regular rotation at nearly 100 stations across the country, including Nashville's award-winning WSMAM, The Legend. Hey, talk a little bit how you met Bo. If, if people aren't familiar with him, most people are. Greg Ramsey's uh, guitar player and, and Bo Ramsey's Bo Ramsey, Bo yeah, he's Greg Brown's Greg guitar Brown's player. guitar yeah. player and well, he's a um, that was kind of by chance, but I had definitely heard about Bo for years before I actually kind of got the before the thought popped into my head that I should ask him to work on a record together. Um, so his reputation definitely preceded him. And um, he actually was at a gig I was playing because he lives in Iowa City. And so he was just standing in the back of the bar um, looking, you know, infinitely hip as he is. <laughs> yeah, right. No, Bo's great. And he walks into a room and you hear, do we Oh, pretty much. And I was playing with Kevin Gordon, and he and Kevin had played in bands around Iowa City. For years before that so he was checking out his friend Kevin and and I just thought you know at that time I needed to find a producer and I hadn't really started to look very long and hard for that but um, it just popped into my head that he would be the perfect guy to work with yeah. um, and he was yeah so when so I approached him about doing it and I sent him my first record and I guess he liked it because he agreed. <laughs> That's great. I can imagine he's a great producer. He's when he plays with when you hear him play with Greg, he's like the master of understatement. You know, uh, totally. Back uh, like a, you go, wow, this guy with a telly and this great a big amp, you know, backing up a singer songwriter, and it's it's perfect. It's just beautiful. His notes he chooses. So I imagine the experience was sort of like that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I just remember. Uh, the sessions that we did with the rhythm section and Bo was playing in that band being just really relaxed and and just uh, effortless to play, which made it possible to do it as a band together because, you know, there was just, uh, the grooves were there. Yeah. I think Bo, one of his big things is just finding those grooves that work within you know he works with a lot of singer songwriters but you know when he when he plays with the singer songwriters those songs just suddenly become the uh, the dimensions yeah get added to those songs of the groove and just the the mystery notes yeah <laughs> yeah yeah was that why he encouraged you to to actually record a lot of it live as a live yeah well, i just think that's how he likes to do it yeah. i mean he's into playing music together which it's pretty important, really, to making a record, I'd say. I remember uh, the first time I heard, uh, uh, do you remember Little Village? That album by it was John Hyatt and Ry Cooter, and uh, I don't know, it was, it was on the radio, I don't want to tell you how long ago, <laughs> 15 years ago, 20 years, I don't remember, 15 years ago maybe, but the thing I loved, loved about it, I love Ry Cooter, yeah. is it was sort of warts and all. I mean, here was like a fairly, you know, it was on big radio stations, right. and some of the parts were not perfect. Sure. And that was the beauty of it. It yeah. wasn't all cleaned up and made. Yeah, it had Tom perfect. Petty and and um, yeah, that singer who just. <laughs> well, it's good anyway. for me if if the notes don't have to be perfect because that's the only choice I have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean. 
But no that's, that's called Walking with Angels. And uh, I assume that you can go to erniehendrickson.com, E-R-N-I-E, hendrickson.com, to yeah. find out more about that. Yeah. 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 Another play song? Yeah. I don't know which mic to introduce the songs from. <laughs> I could go here. Dramatic yeah. pause <laughs> to here. If I get over here, then I'm... I'm still addressing both of you, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of working on songs for another CD, so... That last one was one of those kind of works in progress, and this next one is going to be two. And I'm going to do, appropriately, unfinished songs. Yeah, if you guys hear something on this, feel free to jump in. Unfinished stories, unfinished tales, unfinished paintings, hanging on nails. Unfinished poems sitting on shelves. Unfinished songs won't write themselves. Well, he fell in love early, the age of 17. That hippie girl's smile was a hippie boy's dream. She was more woman than he'd ever seen. So we let their love sink to the bottom of the sea Leaving unfinished stories, unfinished tales Unfinished paintings hanging on nails Unfinished poems sitting on shelves Unfinished songs won't write themselves He swore over his grave that he hated his old man And he couldn't wait to get out from under his hand And many years passed and that old man died Leaving a father and son unreconciled Stopping to think of the time that we spent Wasted away to some foolish shame And oh, what a cry and shame All those unfinished stories Unfinished tales Unfinished paintings Hanging on How about one more? Sure. This one's the California Farewell. She's leaving for California Where the sun shines all the time Heading for the big town She got stars in her California, California, be good to that woman around. Don't treat her like all the others. Just 
squeeze her till she's dry Strip her of her dignity Steal the shine from her eyes Don't let her trade her heart in For that home up in the hills California Thanks for coming to the show. I don't remember how we, we heard about you. I don't know if, um, uh, it doesn't matter. I'm really glad you're here. <laughs> yeah. How do you choose your subject matter for oh. your songwriting? I don't know, usually it's just so basic it's almost embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> like my ideas, you know, aren't very hard to decipher, I don't think. I sometimes write, a, write lyrics and I'm like, you know, God, should I really just say it that simply and kind of mundanely? But, you know, that's what kind of happens. And before long, I, I just, you know, have a song and there's nothing too cryptic going on, you know, but, but to me, it's more about just playing something that I can sing honestly and, mm -hmm. you know. So it's very real. I guess. I mean, that's what it sounds like. And it's really, really nice to hear things just said sometimes. And when you put them in a musical way, I mean, it doesn't sound like you're just blurting out, and then I went to the store. Right. You know. Yeah. And then I went to the store. That sounds like it could be a title to one of my songs. Yeah, I'm going to write that down. I'm actually collecting songs for the new record. <laughs> are, are you actually on to the next project already? I'm, I'm, well, I don't know. Do musicians ever stop working on the next project? Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've been on it since I got done with the last one. I guess I took a little time off. But, you know, there is a certain kind of pressure to, to have something new for the market. Right. You know, when, right. when you go around making your living as a musician, I guess. Um, which I do. <laughs> Come to think of it. Well, it sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. Man, that the first song you play, I mean, these all have a different character. The very first one, I just, it was all I, all I could do to not go, shut up, do, you know, yeah. like, this, this, did you have a big... I'm uh, looking uh, for a producer, too, did I tell you? Oh, that? all right. Well, we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that I'm, I'm trying to get to a point where I can cover a lot of sides of what I like to do musically. You know, I I used to play in bands growing up, rock bands, and um, kind of stretched out musical jams and that kind of stuff, and that was a lot of fun. Um, right. But the emphasis was probably not on the song so much mm -hmm. back then for me. Sure. Um, 
you know, the songs were even more simple, if you can imagine that, of, of uh, ideas for, no. Were you just working, your, working out your chops then, or? Um, yeah, I mean, it was great. It was a great experience to kind of cut my teeth that way because right. it put me in a lot of different, you know, I would play with jazz musicians and I would play with, you know, people a lot older than me that, um, you know, were just great kind of musical mentors and, yeah. um, you know, so that that whole experience was was kind of how I got to, I guess, develop this sort of large musical vocabulary, which I now try to kind of shave away at and figure out what exactly I'm I'm kind of good at, you know, because yeah. um, I don't know if you can be really good at everything. I don't know. You I know, don't think so. Maybe, maybe that's the downfall of, you know, <laughs> for me, you know, playing in that kind of band anymore or doing you know that I, I guess i'm just i'm just trying to cut away the fat and you know yeah. figure out what um what can come out naturally and still be fun and right. and and stretch me you know challenge me musically yeah um, well you've got this great soulful side you know this the, i love your voice and that and that first song in particular was you know heading in that direction and then and the other songs that you can hear hear the influences your early influences but obviously you have lots of influences and that's the cool thing about getting older too i mean we just we we hopefully as musicians we suck up a lot of different things right. and uh right but I, I know what you mean i i kind of lament that about ourselves a little too because we tend to like we play with a lot of different bands we play a lot of different styles and but i think ultimately i think your voice still comes out no matter what it may just take a little longer if you're not focusing on it, but I don't know. I well, I think there's such a beauty the in, in simple music, too. Yeah, I sure. mean, it's just as compelling as something that's very intricate. It's just compelling for a different reason, you know? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you, you hear the sound of something that you enjoy, and it, it resonates with you not because of its necessarily uh, blinding brilliance, you know, <laughs> you know, for, you know, I mean, we, we're not philosophers, you know, well, some of us are, you know, we can touch on that. But some of what I think we try to convey or we have to convey as musicians is just the feeling of something, you know, the feeling of a heart, heartbreak or, the, mm -hmm. right. or the, the loss of something. Or Did you ever take philosophy courses? <laughs> no. No? Yeah. No, I didn't. Probably would have driven you crazy. Do I sound like I did? No, no. not necessarily. No. <laughs> Do I sound like I'm trying to harp on some point? No, no, no. no. I, I you just guys asked said this because... was kind of more of a conversation, so I'm, I'm taking the liberty to talk. I, I get oh, to yeah. play a lot of my gigs, you know. Yeah, I don't sure. always get to talk like that. Right. Well, <laughs> well the reason what... why I bring up yeah. the philosophy thing is because I did take one class. Oh, you did? Summer class, yeah. And it was on death and dying and... I know I've told this story before on Mad Toast Live, but it seems you haven't heard it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Yeah. So I'm on my way to the final exam, and a guy gets hit by a car right in front of me on the street because we're walking. And, uh, and then I have to go take this two-hour exam on death and dying. And he didn't die. He was, no kidding. But it was kind of a, wow, that brought things into crystal clarity for a little while. But That's bizarre. Yeah. Philosophy classes... Well, that class was very interesting because of the the whole yin and yang of things, you know. That's why yeah. the word philosophy comes up and I go, bing! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Another song then? Let's do. Sure. I had a thought for a segue there as we were talking about all that philosophy stuff. Um, I think it was the loss of innocence that, that, I, that I was going to kind of touch on that one. And we are uh, outside of all the FCC rules and stuff. Is that right? For the most part. For the most part. <laughs> no, I don't even think this would get banned out in the FCC, but there's, um, there's one line in this song where I make a reference to a, a certain illegal substance. Oh, that's oh. mine. I know it's not really appropriate for the children, but uh, I don't know what is appropriate for children <laughs> anymore. Hard to tell. I want to do this one. It's called The Best of Times.
When I was a young man Nothing much could get me down Running all around this town With me and all my friends We would go down to some river bank Have a smoke, have a drink Never stopping for a minute to think Those days would ever end And we were high-flying Killing time Pass the joint and I'll pass the wine You can't call it a sin You can't call it a crime I like to call them the best of times of times What happened to Jimmy? Tell me brother wasn't that a shame Here he's doing okay With good behavior he'll be out in fine And what about poor Molly? Well she ain't been the same since he up and died And I can't keep from crying Sitting back thinking about days when we were Join and I'll pass the wine. You can't call it a sin, you can't call it a crime. I like to call them the best of time. We got caught up in the moment as the world was sailing by. Stop to let that old song in Think about you, my friend Red and Molly and Brown And then suddenly we were back there Singing around the firelight Looking at the stars so bright Looking that old moon down And we were high-flying Killing time Join and I'll pass the wine And you can't call it a sin You can't call it a crime I like to call them the best of time Young and wild Fooling around Rolling in the hay with that little love of mine So pass it Your, uh, we talked a little bit before the show about this, and we talked with our, our previous guest, Colin, our friend Colin O'Brien, about this. Um, but your experience down in, in Nashville, and I guess not just to focus on Nashville, but you've, you've been traveling a lot. And um, I don't know, just a perspective about being a songwriter on the road and uh, folks you meet, the music industry. I'm sorry, huge, big question there, but... How's it, how's it been for you? Just the traveling situation. Um, yeah. I like being on the road. I, I like going around and playing music. It's, it's very interesting. Um, I think it's kind of important for musicians to do that, to hop around to different musical communities and, and kind of see what, what makes places tick. I mean, you know, playing music in New York City is very different than playing music in... Um, the hills of North Carolina or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, yep. But, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all part of just yeah. kind of trying to make sense out of this whole, you know, situation we're in, which is, yeah. you know, really kind of revolutionizing itself all the time. I mean, look at what we're doing here tonight. I mean, um, 
you know, this could conceivably be seen the world over. Right. Um, it, sure. I, I like to conceive that way. <laughs> yeah, see, you're right. It's a far cry from, you know, the old days when you'd press a 45, and if, what, if you got those on the jukeboxes in your region, you were lucky, you exactly. know, 50 years exactly. ago it's, 70 it's years ago. So different than that. Uh, it presents its own wonders and difficulties, you know? Yeah. Right. So what do you, you, you mentioned this earlier, and I, I like this, this idea of, you know, and, and people have this sort of, I think, uh, listeners get this sort of, I don't know, glamorized perhaps version of, or idea about what it's like to be a musician, not only on stage, but traveling to different places, you know, and obviously you can, it's easy to imagine that the, there's the glamour, but there's also the, hey, you're just, you're driving a car and you're <laughs> drinking enough coffee to stay awake and it's three in the morning. But the crowd, the idea of playing to an audience in North Carolina, in the hills, perhaps, versus playing to a, a, an audience in New York City. Um, arguably, they have somewhat of the same expectations. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Definitely, you know, because no matter where you're at, you you know, you're you, yeah. so you're going to do your thing, and hopefully, <laughs> but uh, so you can't. You can't try to mold yourself into something you're not, I guess is all I'm yeah. saying. Um, but like, you know, New York City is very, very tough. I found it to be a very tough, kind of unforgiving I bet. Oh, place. Yeah. Um, you know, and I've spent a lot of time in Chicago. I lived in Chicagoland for a long time now. And it's similar there. So it's not that I, you know, don't understand the, the callousness of the big cities. But New York City just has its own kind of... Maybe just like the the immensity and the speed at which everything is happening mm -hmm. there is, you know, per, you know. But it's it's important to go there. It's one of those places that you you have to kind of test yourself in. Sure. Nashville is definitely another one of those towns. Right. Um, and well, I and, and I hope to be back to both of them yeah. frequently. You know. And you have them the general Midwestern personality, which is sometimes not as easily accepted on the East Coast, I think, because we smile a lot and, you know. <laughs> Try to be nice to each other. Yeah. yeah. Why is that guy being so nice? <laughs> What's he got up him? his sleeve? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of a big city thing. That can be your I secret understand. weapon, though, you know, because they're, they're a little nervous about you. You're smiling and you're, you're happy. It's like, Kill them with kindness first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had some thoughts and I lost them. What were we talking about? Uh, uh, traveling, being on the road, oh, yeah. playing in front of different audiences, philosophy. Oh yeah, road stories. Yin and yang. Yin and yang. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I lost it. That's it, come. Wanna do a song? A song might be better. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, we're getting into the fall season, so I'm going to play one that, oh, it's perfect because it's, it's kind of about Midwestern fall, autumn in the Midwest, so. It's called Country Fall, in fact. Remember I told you my song titles were pretty simple. wish we could get Colin to play the box, but would this be a good one for Colin on the box? Colin O'Brien. This is great. <laughs> All eyes on Colin. Rehearse the rehearse the fast section for a second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't have to rehearse. Okay, we good. could. You want to? It's just. It's just. Uh, How fast uh, is the fast section? Yeah. <laughs> I think that'll work. That's good. <laughs> 
this is cool. Did I get the wrong instrument? Woo! Okay. I take it it doesn't start like that. <laughs> the no, it, it's about half tempo, I guess. So instead of breaking it down, then we break it up. We break it up. Perfect. I'll try not to hit you, honey. Okay. <laughs> okay. Red and yellow, a dip in the air. Apples in the pie, love you, babe, and that ain't no lie. Green-eyed girls of the Midwest, I love them all, I love you best. Come a little closer, what do you say? Let's go out and hear the fiddles play, singing, hey, hey, take me down easy, hey, hey, take me down so Such a pretty face There's wood on the fire And a pillow for your head I ain't tired But I wanna go to bed Saying hey, hey Take me down easy Hey, hey Take me down slow Hey, hey It's far in the country And Lord, I wanna go And we'll be up in the morning Rise with the sun Cock-a-doodle-doo Honey, ain't it fun We'll do it all over Do it again Singing, hey, hey, take me down easy, hey, hey, take me down slow, hey, hey, it's fall in the country, and Lord, I wanna go. a tune. We'll be dancing to the tambourine, so pick us a fast one, pick it clean. Yeah. I don't know how many more we sh songs we have to do or should do. We should uh, probably. We should, we should just play another. We just keep playing here. No, probably a couple more tunes. We were. Maybe we. Uh, maybe we get Colin up on banjo before the end of the night or something. This is, this is or awesome. Or fiddle or anything. Just, just because there's 
more musicians in mass in here than, than, <laughs> than I'm right. used to. Good musicians, no less. We should mention Ernie has a couple of CDs. We got Down the Road in 2007, and of course, Walking with Angels 2009. So, hey, what are some other singer, uh, Chicago singer-songwriters uh, that you've collaborated with? Do you know Musicanto? Do you know yeah, Mike? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know Mike for sure. Yeah. Um, Chicago, I've played with a lot of different people in Chicago. Um, my friend actually goes by the name of the Chicago Farmer. I've played a bunch with um, Cody Dekoff is his name. and um, I don't know, there's, there's a lot of them. <laughs> but, yes. but I've been there a long time and uh, some of the bands have come and gone. Yeah. <laughs> Projects always evolving. Yeah. How about... I have one called Motherland I want to try. Watching the shifting sands I want to ride that shining river Till I end up on the banks of the motherland Mother, oh mother Mother, it's deceit Who can I believe, mother, for I fear they all As only a mother can I want to ride that ancient highway To the cool clear waters of the motherland
Leslie, you got Thank one you. more for us? Yeah, definitely. Well, this one we could do together is kind of a bluesy, minor blues kind of a thing. It's a good one to close on. It's called Not Much Time.
Thank you very much. That was awesome. Thanks for playing. <laughs> Mr. Ernie Hendrickson. Ernie Hendrickson, you go to erniehendrickson.com. Thanks to Colin O'Brien for sitting in on this one, too. <laughs> Mr. Colin O'Brien. Ernie's most recent record, Walking with Angels, produced by Bo Ramsey. And uh, spent 25 weeks in the top 20 Roots Music Reports folk charts. Another one coming, I'm sure, at some, time, some point soon. you got to stay tuned. All right, we'd like to give special thanks to our technical producer and recording engineer, Andy LaValle from Bear Sound, our front of house engineer, Adam Baronic, our audio intern, Taylor Ryan, our video interns, Kyle Austin and Alice Dusler, the Brink Lounge and WORT 89.9 listener-sponsored community radio here in Madison, Wisconsin. Thanks for listening.